You all ready to join me today in our trip to outer space? Yeah. Albert Shivers. The Matrix doesn't happen. That's very true. Come along quietly or not. They don't have to like it, but they're going to see what happens. Goodbye, wimps. And now, without further ado, from Albert Shivers. The general concept is that creativity flourishes in in an atmosphere of freedom. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Planet Shivers podcast. I am Albert Shivers, and this is going to be the second Planet Shivers roundtable. The first roundtable was episode 40. If you haven't checked it out, I recommend you go back and listen to it. That one... We spoke for a while, and I gave you the whole damn thing. This time, I'm going to work it a little bit differently. A lot of great stories were told on this episode of the podcast, and I feel that each story has the strength to stand on its own. I also don't want all these great stories to cancel each other out. You know, you you go from one story to the, the next, and the ones you heard initially can get lost in the shuffle. I don't want that to happen. So here's the plan. I'm going to divvy this roundtable up into a handful of episodes, and then eventually I'm going to give you the whole damn thing. Boom! All over two and a half hours of recording, and there'll be lots of little in-betweens that aren't featured in these shorty episodes. So you'll get extra content and be able to hear all these stories again with their original flow. In the last roundtable, we had uh, four or five people. Well, it grew. Here's who's who's on the bill for this roundtable. First of all, back again after a while, Isaac. You know him from many podcasts, and I'm glad he's back on another one. His brother Sam. Now, Sam jumped in a little bit on the original roundtable, and he was part of the Dick Gregory episode maybe about you know, five or ten episodes ago. He's on there making his first, we got a few first appearances on the show. First of all, our buddy Kyle. I've been talking to him about coming on the show for a while. He was around, so he jumped in on the round table. You'll hear him in this episode. Also, unsuspecting friend of Sam, Kyle, and Isaac, Jared. Uh, he didn't even know there was going to be a podcast. But he jumped in, and he was a good sport about it. I hope he enjoyed himself. Another first-timer on the show, who I'm excited to have on, very excited to have on, Tom Dente. He is the founding member and leader of the band Pow Wow. Isaac is now in that band as well. They are a farm core band, and if you're curious what all that means, you're going to have to tune in to the next couple episodes, because during this roundtable, we dedicated a section to talk about the band and their band philosophy. So don't miss that. Uh, But Tom will be jumping into this episode as well with Isaac and Sam and Kyle and Jared. But the man with the stories in this episode is going to be Sean. Sean was involved in um, the first round table, and he's back for this one. Uh, I've been keeping notes the past couple of years on stories I wanted him to share with you all. And he was into doing it, so what a gift to have him come on the show, really, and share a lot of his stories and have the input of everybody else around the table. So you're going to hear a lot of cool things and a lot of stuff you've never heard before. 
And that's a lot of the focus of this episode. Sean has a Marx Brothers story for you all that I don't think anybody knows. He had told me this story many years ago, and after that, I jumped online, started looking it up, doing research. I have a few Marx Brothers connects, because I know people in Marx Brothers places, and they didn't even know this story. They, did, they had no clue this happened, so you are about to be on the cutting edge of Marx Brothers and old Hollywood history. And I'll leave it at that because I don't want to ruin it. You may also have noticed this is episode 86 of Planet Shivers. We are quickly closing in on episode 100. And I've been racking my brain back and forth on what I want to do for episode 100. There were tons of possibilities. And I sifted through a lot of different ideas but I finally landed on one and I want to tell you a little bit about it. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, the plan for episode 100 is going to be to gather multiple generations of visual artists to talk about art, to talk about anything that comes up really. We're going to start on art and we're going to see where it goes. Now before you roll your eyes and go, oh Jesus, skip, that's going to be a boring one. I'm going to do my best to not make it boring. And the artists that I'm bringing in are not boring people. It's going to be some folks who have been on the show already, returning. And there's going to be some folks who are going to be brand new to the show. Because this is my feeling on the whole thing. This is what inspired me to, to land on this particular idea for episode 100. I feel like all art, but we're focusing on visual art right now. But this can pertain to all kinds of art. Visual art is really one big snowball rolling down a path. Because you can look at art for the individual. You could have Dolly and Frida and uh, Crumb over here and Bakshi over there. But really at the core of it all, everybody who chooses to make art their main deal travels a very, very similar path, okay? I want to take this podcast episode to start, to start. Peel back genres, peel back mediums, peel back perspectives, because at the beginning, every artist starts out with the same blank canvas. We all start with blank and we build from there. So, if we all start at the same place, who's to say there are not many more commonalities along the way? This podcast started with three or four episodes in a row of talking to visual artists. And through all the episodes I've been through and all the episodes to come, what I have learned is that the artistic journey, far more similarities and commonalities then there are differences. We have a lot in common. And there aren't many of us left. So I want to bring everybody together to talk, learn from each other, and have a good time. And I really believe you as the listener will enjoy this episode. It's going to be good. Like I said, got some returning guests, got some new people. We're going to rent a venue. We're doing it up big. We're doing it up big. It's, it's going to be great. So with that... I'm gonna I got a text coming in here, mid mid sentence here. They're interrupting me, um, but I'm gonna be done giving you an ear beat now. 
Don't forget, though, you enough already with this phone. Um, don't forget, you can find out more what I'm up to on Instagram, at Albert Shivers, and you can go to www.albertshivers.com. The art's there. The podcast is there. My films are there. It's all there. Also, I mentioned the band Pow Wow earlier. Well, you're going to hear a little bit from Tom and Isaac in this episode, but go check them out. They got a lot of shows coming up for you to go see. It's P-O-W-W-O-W, Pow Wow. Spell it like it sounds. Look them up on Instagram, Facebook, online. They, they are, they're great and they're unique. And that's another thing that's dying these days. But I'm going to get off my soapbox. Thank you to everybody who came on. Sean, Tom, Isaac, Sam, Kyle, Jared. I'm thankful to all of them for coming, sitting on, and doing this show with me. Every one of these episodes is a gift. More than I even realized at the time. Because let me tell you all something. In the future, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you're going to remember the big things you did, but all the little things, just sitting around talking shit with your friends, that's what you're going to miss the most. And when I do these roundtables, that's what I hope to capture. You know, it's a little contrived because we're there with a plan. But in the end, it'll give me and everybody involved the memories of when we were sitting around talking and the microphone wasn't recording. So when you're all sitting around with your friends, think about it a little deeper and try to remember the moment because believe me, believe me, believe me, that's the things you don't think about in that moment when you're, because you're living in the moment, that's what you're going to miss the most. So um, enjoy it while it lasts. All right, now that's enough. Check out the Facebook, the Instagram pages, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Mark's Brothers, Dead Elephants, and Dionysus. Oh, and uh, one more quick thing. This is a microphone planted in the middle of a literal round table. You have glasses clinking, food and stuff being passed around, cigarettes being rolled. You are at the table with us. So you're going to hear all these other things in the background too. And the audio levels are going to change as we go. So this thing isn't going to be squeaky clean the whole way through. And that's exactly how I want it. Come and eat at Alberta's Pizzeria. The only place for authentic Italian Jewish cuisine. Home of the only Grandma Yetta Pie. The best kosher pie this side of the wedding wall. Plus, we cater. Birthdays, sweet 16, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, baptisms for the goys, and we offer free sausage topping for any bris. Alberta's Pizzeria, pizza you'll want to eat everywhere. WEVD, New York. Marx Brothers, Elephant Story. Okay. All right. All right. My brain's not fully functional right now, but I'm going to do my best to excavate what I remember from okay, this story. Okay, we'll another story, too. No, no. Hey, we, we take, take that one. Mars Brothers are, firstly, <laughs> foremost. Who is that? 
Marx Brothers okay. background. He's background Marx Brothers. So you've seen them, you know them. They were one of the original comedy teams. Gotcha, Marx. Groucho Marx, Groucho, Groucho, Groucho Harpo, Chico, gotcha. Zeppo, and then there was a fifth brother who only was performing on vaudeville. So they all started on vaudeville. Eventually, their act got so popular that they moved to Broadway, and then those Broadway plays got put on the film. Gotcha. And you had things like coconuts, duck soup, animal crackers. What year? This is starting in the their Late first 30s? movie. Their first movie was twenty nine. No shit. Okay, yeah. Coconuts, and they made movies into the early fifties. Wow. But by the early, so Zeppo was only in the first the first hunk of movies. Then he dropped out and became their manager. So these are OG, OG <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, 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 cool. And they were in, they were in Hollywood. They were in the, the nucleus of Hollywood. And you got a story about these guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I hope well, I remember it. The first thing I'm going to do is tip my hat to my Uncle Dave, who, when I was 13 and I was staying with him in California, took me to Balboa Theater and brought me to see a Marx Brothers marathon at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and I think we saw coconuts and I know we saw duck soup because I remember I remember the girl sitting in the canoe going what was she saying she was trying to like get the uh, the plans for the football plays or something yeah so that is um, horse feathers okay that, that's the football one that's not duck soup okay duck good duck soup is the war one anyway I was subjected to the Marx Brothers happily by my uncle but anyway moving 20 years forward what happened I had to get a job and I got a job and it was with this company called Byglass and it was Byglass's mission in life to send you to beautiful colonial homes and remove the window sash from the 1700s 1800s and throw them in a router rack and take the router and had an XY plotter and you'd smash all the old glass out from the 1700s, 1800s, all this beautiful old wavy glass and you'd route it out and then you'd retrofit it with a piece of thermal pane glass. You'd not caulk, biddle. You'd biddle the thing in and then you'd cut pieces to hold it in place and then you'd brad nail it all the way around and then you'd rip it on the sides with a router blade and install it and turn it into a tilt takeout window in the original sash from the 1800s. I know this is boring, but this is this is by glass. You're painting the picture. That's crazy. Painting the picture. So this is this is leading up to the Marx Brothers. I can't wait. This is getting good. So this place, this guy we knew bought a franchise in Byglass, and they said you have to Massachusetts to train for two days, and they show you how to destroy old windows and put stuff in them, and it never worked right, and it always failed, and the phone was fucked up, but maybe they made it better now, I don't know, but at the time, I don't know, it worked and it was a job, so I was doing it. So we had a trailer with all the equipment in it, and we'd get jobs, and these people would buy these old houses and want to renovate them, and we got a call from Bucks County. And we go down to Bucks County, and it's this beautiful old stone mansion just outside of New Hope, 15, 20 minutes. Gotcha. What is that, 202 that heads down to Doylestown, yeah, whatever? Sure. You're, um, yeah, you're not up there. That's it, yeah. yeah. So we're like 20 minutes, 25 minutes into PA over the bridge from New Jersey north of New Hope. And off on the right-hand side, there's this big, beautiful estate 
from probably the late 1700s, mid-1700s, maybe even early 1700s, but it's a fucking estate. It's it's beautiful. Probably 15 or 20 acres, which is a lot there in Bucks County, right, right, right. close to where... So they're doing the full renovation. They've got everybody in there. They've gotten the place. They're doing everything, and they see by glass on, I think it was this old house, and so they call up the local faction of by glass people, and... Uh, and it was our company, so I was just lackey, but I wasn't a lackey. I was doing two windows a day, just like the guy running the trailer. Anyway, I won't even go on about all the bullshit of it, but we hook up the trailer, and we take it down to the property and lock it in there. This place had like 50 windows in it. It was a pretty big place, beautiful old windows, beautiful wavy old glass. So we're ripping out the windows, and we're there, and it's the middle of the summer, and we're sweating, and we're in the trailer, and there's lead dust flying everywhere, and we're like... A, six or eight inches deep and broken glass in the trailer which you'd sweep out and get rid of eventually and it was just a fucking shitty nightmare of a job you get good at handling big piles of broken glass quite though but anyway that's going on and then we start talking to the owners of the place are there one day and we hear the story from them and the people back in the 30s that owned this house were friends with the marx brothers I don't know which ones, but I'm sure Groucho was involved and Harpo was probably involved. Is Harpo the... Harpo, Harpo was the... The, the horn? Yeah. yeah, the mute. I'm pretty sure he was involved and Groucho was involved and who knows who else, but they were hanging in Philadelphia and they are like, come on back and let's hang out and they, they became friends. So it was a little stop-up one mm -hmm. and they'd go up and hang out at this place, whoever owned the place back in the 30s. And they were friends, and they would have raucous fucking awesome parties there, because they all had money, and they were doing stuff, and it was that time, which was depression, but I guess if you're the Marx Brothers in the 30s, it's not There's depressing. There's no depression. depression isn't happening yeah. for the Marx Brothers. It's rather fun. <laughs> so, as a joke, <laughs> this is fun, as a joke, apparently, they're hanging in Philadelphia one night, the Marx Brothers, and they hear that a giant elephant, they're all giant. Uh, an elephant at the Philadelphia Zoo, which was cooking back then, I guess, falls over dead. The elephant's dead, and they're like, let's fuck with him. So they get whatever you would transport a dead elephant on at, like, you know, middle of the night, whatever it is, the afternoon, and they load the dead elephant onto a flatbed. I'm guessing it had to be some kind of a flatbed that you'd have in the 30s, and they ride this thing all the way up to Bucks County, and they go, Kapoof! And they push it off in the front yard, like right outside the front door of these people's house to play a joke on them. So when they wake up from partying in the morning, they walk out and there's a dead elephant outside the front door. And we're just like, holy fuck, that really happened? They're like, yep, and it's buried right there. <laughs> no shit. Really? So they dug a hole. They're like, what the fuck do we do with it? And yeah, it was. Well, the first thing I'm thinking, it's a lot of dead deadness. And they scoop out a big hole right there. <laughs> they push the elephant into it, and they bury it, and I guess the elephant's still sitting there in Bucks County, in the front yard of this house. And then it's the Marx yeah, Brothers story. Yeah, dig that thing up, man. Yeah. We could. It's too fucked up to make up. Not only that, <laughs> but knowing what I know of these brothers, I swear that I is exactly the kind of thing they would do. They and when you think about, okay, what's the logistics? How are they going to get an elephant from Philly to this place? They got money. Not only do they have money, but they were in the vaudeville circuit their whole lives. Oh, they know shit. plenty of circus people right. who oh. toss an elephant on a flatbed 
and haul it up to the house, it would be easy. They had to get rid of it. Yeah, we got a place. An elephant, right? Yeah, yeah. be like, hey, Sean, I got a place you can put that dead elephant. Man, that's terrible. Bring it this way. You didn't have to tell them they were playing a prank. We got a spot you can get rid of. We got dogs. Bring it this way. So that's great, dude. So. I heard this story when I was maybe 29, 28, and that's as much of it as I recall right now. But if it isn't out there, that's a good one to have yes. out there. Remember, hire the handicapped, but don't let them take your rectal temperature. I think it's Dionysus, but Alexander the Great rolls into town, and everyone's like, oh, and they're all bowing before him. And Dionysus has this thing at the time where he's just like, also needs this cup to drink out of but then he's like I don't need the cup I'm just going to use my hand to drink out of the fountain and he's just wearing rags and he's living there in front of the fountain and Alexander the Great rolls in and everybody's like oh and they're all bowing before him and Dionysus doesn't bow and he doesn't do anything and I think this is him I might have the name wrong if so I fucked up but I think that's who it is anyway he rolls up to him and he doesn't do anything and he goes is there anything I can do for you and he looks up at him and goes, yeah, you're blocking the sun. Can you move a little bit to the right? <laughs> and Alexander the Great's like, you and I are the only two free people in this land. Because he recognizes right. that he doesn't give a fuck. He give a I, fuck. Think, I think I've heard that story, and I think it might be Socrates. But he was no, Greek, wasn't he? It was I think it's Dionysus. I know the name. It was one of the cynics, right? It's Cynic. not Socrates. I know the name. Was he the guy that got the turtle dropped on his head mm. by an eagle? He, he, lived, he um, lived with the dogs. He was the cynic. He started the cynic philosophy because he was of the dog. I'm not Let's, familiar. I know Let's the story. It's, 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 no, it's you can't. Yeah, it's no more. Figure it out. Dude, this guy's got a fine command of the language. Diogenes. 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 Thank you. That's why Dionysus is pretty similar. I've heard that one before. There was a D. Yeah. I was like, I dropped philosophy after a week, but I heard that story. Well, folks, there you go. A little taste of the last big roundtable recording for the podcast. And there's going to be a lot more parts coming in the future. I want to thank Tom, Isaac, Sam, Jared, and Kyle, and especially Sean, for jumping in on this episode and sharing some stories and some conversation. I hope you all felt like you were sitting at the table with us. That's the vibe I'm going for. Don't forget to check out all major podcast platforms for more episodes of the Planet Shivers podcast, as well as Instagram at Albert Shivers to check out what I'm doing. Also, look up the band Powwow on Instagram and Facebook. That consists of Tom and Isaac and a couple other great musicians. Check them out. And if you want to find everything that I'm up to, go to www.albertshivers.com. There, you got the films, you got the podcast, you got the artwork, everything in one spot, if you feel like it. I'm not forcing you. Until the next episode, take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. Goodbye, wimps.